Some people know at our favorite uh, website and news service and portal, whatever you want to call it, News Junkie, spell with a big fed Z dot com, uh, window of the world, not just here in Watertown, New York, but everywhere else. I told them, I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to have a special conversation with our congresswoman, Claudia Tenney. Now, it's not the first time, but I think it's a special time, first of all, to speak to her and congratulate her for winning. Uh, and I haven't spoken to her since Election Day. I know Claudia came here like a couple weeks before Election Day. And she hasn't been back. But that said, the big news, of course, Danny's all excited about this. The, the Democrats are just laughing and kind of snickering and, you know, the big vote. Now, again, I've been paying attention to it. I know they're up to how many votes now? Nine votes. Is that where they're at at this juncture? I have to call it up. I sent myself a nice little article to know that at least make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. here. I've never seen anything like this before. <clears throat> the last time it happened was back in 1923. Who was that? Calvin Coolidge was president. It was a long time ago. hundred years later, we got Matt Getz, who swears on a stack of Bibles, and I'm exaggerating, that he will not repeat, he will not vote for Kevin McCarthy. And the only thing I can think of, and I'll ask uh, the congresswoman this, is that I don't think Kevin McCarthy came to the aid of Matt Getz when Matt Getz was, ha- was having issues with that whole uh, stripper, uh, uh, whatever it was. I and, mean, of course, the left made it sound like he was, you know, he, he was as bad as the guy in Idaho. But uh, anyway, uh, I'll ask her that. And, and just how is it to be on the floor of the, of the House of Representatives in, in this unprecedented moment? This might be her. Let's go to the phone and see who we have. No, it's Danny Francis. Danny, what, what can you tell me before I speak to the congressperson? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I'll ask, have you to ask her a question, too. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I've got all tongue-tied here. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly going up to the tenth count now. Tenth now, okay. So that, that that's a new record because the first time it, it, it hit a high number. You're right, 1923. Yeah. Nine votes, and a man from Massachusetts by the name of uh, Harrington. Yeah. Uh, Frederick Harrington. He was a Republican from Massachusetts. Right. And then the next time it went up to a great number was uh, it, it grew all the way up pre-Civil War days. To December of 1856, as a total of 133 votes that took two minutes, uh, two months. Two months. And that's also a Republican. Right. Huh. The name of. Uh, Sound like Joy Bahar. From Massachusetts. Both so, of them were Republicans. Both of them were Massachusetts. Okay, so Danny, let me let me let me ask you though, not to interrupt, but, but why why is this, in your opinion, why is this happening? Why why are they holding back in Kevin McCarthy? What's their reasoning? Well, I've heard some Republicans say they just can't trust him. Hmm. I heard a couple of them say that, and he's, he's not believable. Right. Yeah, I guess he wouldn't say unbelievable. Right. But uh, uh, one of them said right off the bat, he says, I, I just I can't believe the guy. Interesting. Uh, and they would know better. Now, it, he, he, yeah. he will sell his soul to become speaker. Right. 
And then Jim Jim Jordan is the. They say he's the hardest working congressman. He's that's why he's got his sleeves up all the time. Yeah, he doesn't uh, wear a coat. Yeah, he doesn't wear a coat. Uh, yeah, he's like Mark Gaines. No, just kidding. But that's uh, why he he was nominated, but he dropped out too. But you know because he was worried about a report that might be coming out about the sex scandal he had when he was at Ohio State University. Oh really? Okay, so hmm. Remember he was a uh, wrestling coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it loosely, you know, again. I just read uh, there was something to do about the the, the 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 soccer coach, you know, because he didn't play one of the players in the in the World Cup or well, something. Well, he saw some other things going on in the showers or something and didn't report it or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. We see this again and again. Woke society. Anyway, uh, with McCarthy, this is the tenth account going coming up now, and that is a new record because the record before 1856 was, like I said, nine votes right. in 1923. That's what we've all been talking about, 1923. But right. We're past that point. We're, we're, in, uh, we're in truly historical, uh, I hope it doesn't go to 134 to set that record back in 1856. I would not. I, it's, it's destructive to the country, Glenn. Here's why. Yeah. And I, I tried to tell Jeff Graham, uh, uh, Jeff Smith, yeah. uh, at noon, and him, him and I had a little tit for tat, and I like Jeff. I've always supported him. Yeah. Uh, there's an awful lot of things. Kevin Carthy, and I'll, I'll, I'll use this phrase again, I did at noon, uh, he is trying to bribe people to come his way. Well, isn't it, but that's what it's all about. I mean, Pelosi probably I, I did the same thing. It shouldn't be about that, though, Glenn. If it's going to be about that, it shouldn't be public because everybody knows that a congressman get wheel and deal behind the scenes. We all know that, okay? But his is so blatant. And he's, he, you know, he actually at one point was going to offer uh, Matt Gates from Florida uh, who the chairmanship of the Armed Services Subcommittee? Hmm. Chairman, and I mean, I, I, I'm beside myself to even imagine that could happen because of the, his background too. What happened? Well, yeah, I mean, that's benign in my opinion. Listen, I gotta go. I gotta go now, Danny. I think the congresswoman's on the air uh, on the phone. Ask, ask her one question for me. What's that? Why, why did her and Miss Stefani both uh, vote against the Marriage Protection Act? All right, I will. I'll try to squeeze that in somehow or other. Hi, is this Congresswoman Tenney? <laughs> no, it's not Congresswoman Tenney, but it's Debbie Dermody. Can I just make a quick... Um, real quick, Debbie, real quick. For you. Yeah. Okay. Well, today, um, we, my husband and I visited the main amp warming shelter. Debbie, I got to go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Debbie. Can you call me up after the Congresswoman? This is a scheduled uh, call. I, I apologize. Will. I'm sorry. I well, thank okay. you. So, thank you, Debbie. I appreciate that. Hi, is this Congresswoman Tenney? Oh, no, it's the gun nut. I'm it's sorry. the gun nut! I won't, I'll only say a minute here. I'll only say a minute. It, the, there's no... It, this is not history, Danny. It's hysteria on people like yours part. <laughs> um, we have a Congress that passes bills in the middle of the night. $1.7 trillion, the last uh, screw-in they gave us. Right, right. And it, when people couldn't even read it. And only a partisan, partisan lover of his party would make an argument that continuing things as they are is the answer. No, I, 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 yeah, I, I, again. I mean, you know, so these people are fighting for rules change, Danny. It's not like your party where they lockstep and they all kind of, and then when one of them, like West Virginia man, you know, he he dares to think independently. Right, right. They don't I like that. I challenge Danny to think independently. There you go. And he talks about what's good for the country. Danny, Double-digit inflation is not good for the country. Open borders is not good for the country. Wars around the world is not good for the country. No. Yet you guys just love it. 
Mm. And and then, but then you claim that you love the country. But I, I got gun nut. I got to go. I think I got the Congress. But thank you. I think this is the. I think this is the Trump. That gun nut. Thank okay, you. Okay. Good I'm, luck. I'm sorry about that. Is this Congresswoman Tenney? Yes, it is. Hi. Yes. How are you doing, uh, Claudia? Great. Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. I, okay, so now I, I know you're busy, and I happen to know what you and hundreds of others are doing today. I believe you're up to the 10th vote. Am I am I mistaken on that? No, you're correct. Yeah. We're, uh, I'm, they're not up to the T's yet, so I'm okay. <laughs> oh, right, right, exactly. Meg mentioned that earlier, that you know, they're not up to the T's, so you can do this. So I'll be quick. Here's the thing. First of all, congratulations, Congresswoman Tenney, for winning once again. And that, first and foremost, I, I knew you were shoe in. Uh, but uh, we haven't said that yet, so congratulations on all of this and being sworn in yesterday. Well, you know, thank you so much. It was uh, really appreciate the voters and their uh, their willingness to support me in such a large way. I, I went from having the least number of votes in 2020, uh, least, the smallest margin, to the largest margin in New York State, and uh, I really appreciate the voters and their support. And uh, we are hoping to get down to work here and uh, start representing this great new district uh, that is just going to have uh, hopefully a phenomenal future. And it will. There's no question about it. And congratulations also. I believe you have a new office up here in Watertown. You're sharing that, if I'm not mistaken, in the state office building uh, with now Senator Mark Walzik. Uh, so that, that, that's, that's good news. As well. if, am, I, am I correct in that or am I uh, uh, wrong on that? Yeah, no, we have yeah. offices. Uh, we're going to have one in uh, Jefferson County, Oswego County, mm-hmm. uh, out in uh, Lockport in Niagara County, and also in Victor, which is in Ontario County. And we'll be doing office hours in satellite office hours uh, throughout all 12 counties. Uh, so uh, uh, we're, we're very uh, excited about that. So. Well, that, that's awesome. And, and again, uh, we, 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 uh, we're looking forward to this, the opportunity, obviously, to speak to you on a consistent basis. So that's something that on the Live at Five show, and for that matter, now that I'm sitting in for Jeff uh, for, uh, during the hotline show, uh, we're looking forward to that as well, Congresswoman. Now, I, I got to ask, I mean, you, you've had so many interviews, I'm sure. What, first and foremost, what are your thoughts about this unprecedented vote, voting going on right now? What, what can you say about this in your words? Well, I mean, initially, I think it was great that we are showing that we're willing to change the rules, make historic rules changes to mm-hmm. empower members, to empower uh, the self-governance, which is what our founders conceived for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that that's, a lot of that is very good. The Democrats are saying, oh, we have unity. But, you know, unity is what communist co- regimes have. Sure. Unity is what Nancy Pelosi had when she was, uh, you know, manipulating and abusing power as the speaker for so many years mm-hmm. because she, you know, forced everyone into order one way or another. Mm-hmm. But I think now uh, there's been a number of votes. I don't see a real change in uh, the status of that. And I think it's time to come together. And I'm very concerned, though, at this point now, uh, that some of the people that are seeking to um, vote against Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and I've said this, you know, repeatedly on, on national TV and radio, is that we're not going to ever have a perfect speaker. But Kevin McCarthy has gone out and earned this. He has campaigned across the country. He's raised the money. He's gone to districts and, and brought us the majority, that, though it's slim. I think he deserves the chance uh, to prove that he's going to do uh, what he's promised as speaker to hold uh, this uh, lawless uh, administration under Joe Biden accountable to deal with our southern border, to stop inflation, and to really just be the last line of defense that uh, the American people have to some of these far-left policies that have been forced through over the last couple of years. So I'm really hoping we can get down to business. My big worry right now, and I'll be perfectly honest, the first time I've said this on national TV hmm. or national radio, I think that some of these people 
don't care if we're in the minority or we have a Democrat speaker again, and that's really disturbing to me. We need to get together and, and find a consensus candidate. Uh, I think Kevin McCarthy right now has the most votes. He keeps coming up with, you know, 201, 202, and no one else has gotten more than 20 votes So right, right. Uh, this... on the Republican side. So mm-hmm. at some point, you have to have 91 percent uh, take the lead here. And in conference, Kevin McCarthy received the majority of the votes in our House. So sure. I say give him a chance. And if he doesn't work out as speaker, we can always elect a new speaker. Some of these new rules have a rule where one person can get up and object to the speaker and and, and vote to vacate the chair, as they call it, which would be, means we would vote to remove whoever it is as speaker. So mm. there's a lot of new rules with a lot of more empowerment of members. So I think we got to let it at this point. I think it's uh, we've uh, We've uh, tried enough with uh, various people that aren't able to garner the same number of votes that Kevin McCarthy has. Let me, let me just ask a question. And if you, you, if you don't want to answer this, I totally understand. But Matt Getz obviously you know, had some controversy there with that little scandal of his. Obviously, it didn't affect him because he's still in Congress. So he won his district this past November. But is there sour grapes between he and, and McCarthy? And perhaps McCarthy didn't do enough, stand up for him during that whole thing? Is that the reason why there's animosity between he and McCarthy? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I think, I mean, honestly, some of the, the people that are calling themselves never Kevin McCarthy's are really just about petty grievances. And with, this is bigger than, than any one of them or any one of us. This is about the American people. And we need to stick together uh, to really stand up. We can't have Jim Jordan get on the Judiciary Committee and start uh, doing his work. We can't have Jamie Comer start on oversight and, and go over the Biden administration. We can't do anything mm-hmm. until we have a majority and swear in our members. Remember, everyone now that's in this House chamber down in Washington is a member elect. Right. No one has been sworn in. So we are all in this state of limbo where we're unofficial. And every day that we're not sworn in, we are not providing the constituent services to our constituents back home. Mm-hmm. So people in New York 24. If you have a problem with your with the IRS or with the Veterans Administration or any federal issue, mm-hmm. we cannot help you because mm-hmm. we can't open our offices. Incredible. And so this is why we need to come to a consensus vote and we need to take our petty grievances. You know, Festivus is over. Put them aside, <laughs> take a speaker and move on, because the last thing that we want to have is Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats the far left take over uh, the House of Representatives again and see the kind of lawless leadership abuse of power that we saw under Nancy Pelosi. It, I mean, again, that's that's a long shot. Can Jeffries actually take I mean, as a minority? Can he can that ever happen, in, in your opinion? Well, what concerns me is some of these rules uh, have been, uh, you know, got, we've gone so far with the rules that, you know, it could happen. I mean, they could the Democrats have already reached out to some of the Republicans saying, you know, we you know, would you be willing to come to us? And I, we just can't have that happen. No, of course not. Uh, yeah. But um, I, I think that hopefully we'll get something resolved mm-hmm. uh, sooner rather than later. But we're going to continue. We're on the 10th vote right now. Uh, so this is we're heading we're heading into uncharted waters right now. Is this like a, a 10 angry men or 12 angry men? I mean, is this what this I mean, you got, uh, you know, uh, you know, Henry Fonda convincing everyone. I mean, is that what we need here? Is so, someone going to get in between? Well, you and, got, there's so far there's 20 and then there's one voting present. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, but of the 20, you know, a lot of them are, uh, you know, have I think have other ambitions. Uh, I think they're doing this for personal reasons. It certainly isn't for the advancement of the Republican mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not getting us anywhere. And I don't understand this. You know, look, I, as I said, Kevin McCarthy is 
is not perfect, nor has any speaker ever been. But I think he's earned his right to be able to prove Mm -hmm. that he can be a good speaker, and I think we've got to give him his due. If it doesn't work, we can replace him, especially under the new rules, which are very liberal in replacing the new speaker. So uh, let's uh, let's give him a shot, and if it doesn't work out, we'll try somebody else. So when they do the vote... Let's get us underway right now. No, without question. By the way, I didn't know... Yeah, you haven't been sworn in as a result of it. No one has. So they've got to wait for this first for anything else to happen. Now, i got to ask, in as far, is this like a fifth-grade dance? Are, there, are, the, are the Democrats on the other side of the dance floor, are they laughing throughout this whole process? I mean, it seems like that's what we see on TV in a sense, but you have a much better right. viewpoint. I mean, you know, sure, they're laughing, but, I mean, in a way, I mean, let me look at this from a positive viewpoint. Our founders took many, many years from the time uh, they uh, declared their independence in 1776 before we actually came up with a federal constitution after the Articles of Confederation, where we actually... Uh, it took New York the longest. They were actually almost the longest. Eleven states out of thirteen colonies to accept our federal constitution because they wanted the Bill of Rights. Mm. They wanted to be sure they had the Bill of Rights. So we've basically given uh, this group the Bill of Rights. We've given the they we've met all the concessions that they wanted from the speaker elect, and uh, here we are. You know, so uh, which is good that we're having this conversation. Remember, this country is about self-governance. And the opposite of self-governance is communist authoritarian Mm -hmm. rule. Mm -hmm. That's what we had under Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have a discussion. It's good that the American people are getting engaged. Mm -hmm. We, you know, my dream, I started the Election Integrity Caucus, is to have every citizen vote in every election. Mm -hmm. We haven't gotten there yet, but if we can get more participants in our concept, in our experiment in self-governance, we will be a much better country going forward. So the more people are interested, maybe this process will get some people interested in voting. Um, I'm hoping that happens. But it was always messy, a little clumsy, and a little difficult uh, back in the founding days. And that's the way it works with this type of system when we have freedom. And you can express your opinion. You have robust debate. That's what you're seeing live before your eyes on television and, and across the nation. Do you think like someone like a John Boehner or Ryan, do you think any previous or for that matter, Newt Gingrich in this day and age from what we've gone through with Pelosi and the whole change in government and whatnot post-COVID, do you think they would have the same struggles to get voted in as McCarthy is? Or is this just a Kevin McCarthy issue? I don't think so. it's a new issue. And plus, we have such a narrow majority uh, that, you know, we have enough people that can can affect the, the vote. Right. And Good so point. they're exercising and flexing their muscle. Uh, to to leverage what they want. Unfortunately, I will say that some of them has made demands that are over and above and superior to what every other member gets. And to me, that's not about the American people or our conference. That's about them. Mm-hmm. And that's what concerns me, is this has become a petty issue mm-hmm. from people who don't care if we're in the majority. Right. And it matters that we're in the majority. We're, it's the only way we can stop mm-hmm. this runaway spending, this terrible situation at the border. Mm-hmm. Uh, really unaccountable uh, regime in the White House, which operates much like Obama described, with a pen and a phone. I mean, the executive orders and the lawlessness, we need to deal with that, and we can't do it unless we're in the majority. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, we get there soon. Last night, watching show. Run, though, yeah, okay. so i got to go in a No, minute, no, I, I totally understand vote, it. So. And good luck with that, and, and hopefully you're not there that long. Thank you, Congresswoman Tenney. Thank you yeah, very much for calling in. We'll you. talk we'll to you soon. We'll keep updated. Awesome. Thanks so much. Good to talk thank, to you, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, a congresswoman, Claudia Tenney, here on the Live at Five show. So she, li- I can hear people in the background uh, say, you got to go. All right, so there you have it. Wow, happening as we speak. Incredible. Tell the congresswoman to wait. Get in here. All right, Debbie Dermody, give me a shout. <laughs> Sorry. Debbie Dermody.
here on the Live at Five show. Debbie, call me up. I'll, I'll do this because she was so nice, so gracious uh, as to uh, uh, be that uh, uh, patient with me because of the, the, uh, the, the call that was coming in. So there you have it. So I think Debbie's calling in right now. Let's see what we have here. Hi, is this Debbie? You're too much. I am too much. Wait, 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 Debbie. Debbie. Wait, wait, Debbie. This is for you. you. Um, Debbie, Debbie. This is this is for you. This is for you. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not pandering. But I just want to do this for you because I think that's great. I think I got you doing that these days. I needed that today. There you go. There you go. Listen, um, I just want to tell you, we went down to the Mania Warming Center. You know, they're closing it, and right now they're not allowing any visitors Hmm. in, you know, in the building. But anyways, um, they're under strict rules, and I do know that the Salvation Army is open because my husband and I decided we're going to take a look down there because we've been helping out get the necessary supplies to the warming shelter on Main Ave right. know, for the people that homeless people that are there. Well, we went down to the Salvation Army. I'm telling you, their warming shelter is very, very nice. Mm. They have very nice people who are willing to accommodate um, they're doing a great job. They are in need of some, some things, though, like they would need some more deodorant and shampoo. Mm. So I hope you don't mind. This is kind of like a plea to the people out sure. there who like to donate things. They're also in need of um, women's menstrual um, things, Product, supplies, sure. if they could get any of those. And the biggest thing at all, believe it or not, is men and women's underwear from ages 20 up hmm. um, many times they are in need of that and what they do is they don't give people like the whole package but they'll give them one or two pairs at a time hmm. but um, it would help to really supply these people who are doing such a great job many of them are volunteers that are working there there are some hired people like security guards that there was a social worker there all very pleasant took us around we looked at the different things, um, didn't know us from anything. We just said that we had helped out at the other warming shelter by getting things. And I gave her my name and I said, you know, if you can think of anything that we can do for you. She said, too, um, and I, I wasn't really aware of it, but maybe you are. We're, we're donors of the Salvation Army, but I had no idea that they open their doors every day to people to have a free lunch. doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, sure. And they open up a free lunch. And she said many of the churches now are opening up free dinners that Hmm. people can get. So as long as people, you know, know all of that, because they said there's definitely most of the people that go to this shelter or go into the Salvation Army, the majority of them are right from Watertown. Hmm. They're local people who are just in need, who can't get by or else they're homeless. Sure. So... I hope you don't mind that I did that. No, but, by all um, means. Give a phone number or something where people get in contact with you or somebody. Um, they can message me on what? Facebook, or what they can do is they can call um, the WARM, you know, W-A-R-M with Ruth Lego. Mm-hmm. They can call the Salvation Army. She's sure. very willing to... Um, well, let me, Debbie. Oh, yeah. let, let me ask you though. The, the story of the of the man that is very anxious and or nervous, whichever which way you want to say it. Why are they closing down the warming center? And and now, where where do these people go? I mean, the Salvation Army is great, but you can't. Where are they going to live after eight o'clock at night? Well, I asked her that, and she said after eight o'clock at night, they do stay at the Salvation Army. And I said, so what happens at eight a.m.? And she said, I said, do you serve them breakfast? She said, no, we don't serve them breakfast. 
We do give them coffee, and I think she said she had some, I don't know, donuts or something there, and then they have to leave. Right. Um, they, they are allowed shout, you know, there's showers there, um, the beds, you know, I mean, everything looks, they were cleaning it up today. Some of the elders, the volunteers were there, too. Helping clean it all up when so, we got okay, there. About so the warming, o'clock. you know, uh, where we're, you know, the, the, uh, I'm going to call it the Dealmaker Warming Center in West Maine. Uh, that that's officially going to be closed. When is that? Is that closed now? We or? don't know. And you know, I have uh, we've gotten to know quite a few people down there, and we've helped up. And there is one family down there, a mother and a daughter who but, have three dogs, hmm. and they really cannot go into the shelter because one of the dogs is quite large and cannot go into a cage. You know, they can, because Salvation Army does allow it to dogs, but they have to go into cages and can't do that. So what she's doing is she's sleeping back in her van again, and she pulls it up outside the Salvation Army, and she sleeps in her van. And I'm just hoping she's trying to find a place, but right now she hasn't been able to. Just she is on a fixed income. And she's trying to find a place where she can go with her so, daughter so, what, and live with these. And I believe dogs. I know that. Yeah, we've seen her on TV, and you know the dogs and that whole thing. I, I it's it's insane. Right, it's very much. They're very much part of her family. No, know? of course I know that. I know, but it's just at this they, point. You know, they need. And I, I mean, yeah, it's one thing to say, "Well, get rid of the dogs." You know, and I'm that's not tough. a big dog lover, but mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, is this is her. I know. This is what she believes in. So I totally agree. They just agree. need to help them out. They just need. Very nice people I've met along the way. It's been very good. We've been doing this since, well, since they went right to the main AV shelter and um, going down at least a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And we made some helping hand care kits, and Warm has been very good mm-hmm. about making sure that they're distributed and things. That's so. awesome. Debbie, That's this is fantastic. You, I mean, I know we haven't agreed on everything and whatnot, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I've always known you to be a very caring and compassionate person. <laughs> I am. And yeah, thank that, you very much. That's very this important. Is, this is a need we all, we you know, we have to pay it forward. We've right. all been at one situation one time or another, and, this is our time to make it good for others. So. Debbie, Debbie, thank, thank you. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks for the update. We'll Thanks, talk to you Cliff. soon. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye-bye. N- no problem, Debbie. That's uh, Debbie Dermody here on the Live at Five Show. Hi, you're in the air. Didn't you um, listen to Channel 7 News when they said why they Just were think. closing? No, uh, no. I, I, why are they closing? I guess I, was, I must They're have missed it. closing the- because the people will not right. follow the rules right, right. and will not help themselves mm-hmm. Uh, go up to the county and get all the help they can. Mm-hmm. They won't do it. And the one guy said, well, this is my home. It's not his home. And if they won't follow the rules mm-hmm. and won't help themselves, they got to find another way then. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'd help anybody. But I'm not willing to help somebody that is not willing to help themselves. Let, let, and uh, let, they're just taking advantage of society and um, it's just uh, that's why they're closing. They explained it. They've had enough. And Salvation Army will find that out, too, you know, because, uh, they, like I said, they tried to take them up to the county and, and get uh, lodging and, and stuff like that. They don't want that. Right. They like a lot of them like the life they're leading. Right, right. Some, it, you know, it's happened. Maybe they lost a job. Or, but uh, mm-hmm. I doubt if uh, most of them have worked. Now, did you listen to Highline today? I, you know, I tell you, I was busy, but I did happen to listen. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, Miss uh, Sameo, uh, PJ's sister, called in. 
uh, somewhat of a contentious conversation, but I did hear that. And I'm assuming that's what, what you're referring to. Yes, and she's got the whole thing backwards her, herself. How so? Now, when she said it was defaming her family and was uh, yelling at the uh, mayor, mm-hmm. she was yelling, mm-hmm. um, she's got to understand He's got well over 100 emails from Samael. Mm-hmm. Over 100. Every day he gets them. And he reads some of them on the uh, radio. Right. They're pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. And what she doesn't understand is the mayor didn't defame her family. Her brother did. He signed his emails with Sue Mayo. Right. So when he when he read the the, the emails, mm-hmm. he ended it mm-hmm. with Sue Mayo. He and, did it himself. And, and Jeff should, was trying to explain she that mm-hmm. she should go after her brother for saying that, not the mayor. All right. All right. I, I, I guess it just seems like it's always blaming somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, according to her, they're all perfect, but they're not. Well, I mean, you would... even talked about. You know, talk to your brother about this, and oh, she just kept laying into him. Well, you, I mean, once. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, right or wrong. Right or wrong. Let me let me say this though. Right or wrong, you know. I mean, there's going to be some someone in the family that's going to stick up, whether they're you know they're. Well, go after the brother. Well, yeah, yeah. And ask him, why did you do that? Why did you put that out there? I don't know why he did. Why he would if his sister is that upset. Mm Mm-hmm. Why would he do that? That's yeah. how he signs off. Right. Yeah, so... Uh, so I blame it, it on him. Right. Let his sister go after her brother. Gotcha. him out. Gotcha. Okay. All right, thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was uh, at the end of the uh, hotline show today. Hi, right, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? What's happening? Hey, listen, I had this brainstorm this afternoon. I was driving up uh, Water Street. Yeah. And I went, I went by the old dump, and I said... Um, it's been over 30 years since that's been closed, you know. Yeah. And why couldn't we use that for solar panels or windmills or something? Because there's a lot of land up there. I used to go up there when I was 17. When I, I used to hunt rabbit there myself. Rats. Right. Yeah, Wait. but you know what? There's a lot of land up there, and it must be fairly cleaned up by now, would you think so? I mean, uh, where is the old dump? I don't even know where it is. Is that where the, uh, the air break is? No, it's up, um, you go out, uh, Water Street, yeah, and you go up over that hill there, um, just you know where Marble Street is. Yeah, yeah. You're going up to the left, up there, and it's right up there at the end. There's a fence around this uh, left hand side. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, don't we? And I mean, we have enough solar fields. I mean, they're building one not too far from them. I mean, they're all yeah, over the place. I'm, I'm, I mean, we're taking land that was worthless. Yeah, we made it worthless, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something with the land that we got. Why don't we put a golf course up there for God's sake? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what about what about human composting? Did you see that article? The the Clarko family says it's not a good idea. It's just as expensive. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I told, the, that, I told that to my friend Linda, and she said, "Oh, you're crazy. That's that's not true." And I go, "Yeah, it is." And, 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 and by the way, you know what? I I was challenged by someone today. He says there's no way Watertown has 19. I I know you and I didn't talk about this, but. Our, our friend, the city ordinance guy, said that his friend guesstimated or came up with a number of 1,900 ghost homes in the city of Watertown. And I was flabbergasted. I couldn't. I was flawed when he said that. And someone said, that's impossible. And I got thinking about it. I said, that is a high number. I wonder how he got to that number. 
But anyway, I, I, I don't know why I'm drawn off into our, our this discussion, but I just figured I'd throw it out there. So if the ordinance guy wants to call in, by all means, give me a shout. Uh, listen, i got to do a break, but uh, great idea. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but uh, great idea nonetheless. You, Thank you, my you friend. Know who you, you do know who you're talking to. Yeah, this is Rich Cladle. I know exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, my you, phone's you, Yeah, I know, because you got so many friggin' girlfriends. Every time he calls in, he calls under oh, a different number. Don't say that. You're going to ruin my career. Yeah, your career. You're the you're a player. What are you kidding? My goodness gracious. We'll talk Every, all right, I'll we'll talk, talk to you. Later. That's uh, Rich. Rich. <laughs> Rich or Dick, whatever which way you want to call him. But I tell you what, Jeepers, always landing on his feet. Different phone number, different house, different whatever. God bless you. Got to do a break. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Harry's. Uh, welcome back to the uh, Live at Five show here on a Thursday. I keep on wanting to say Wednesday. We're off, of course, on Monday. We're going to be here, of course, all week, next week, and forever. We won't have another day off until Memorial Day. Wait a minute. Do we, do we have, do we have uh, President's Day off here? Does anyone know? Martin Luther King Day. That's a big stretch between January 1st and Memorial Day. Man, that's a long time. And, and look what you get in November, December. You get three days in less than five weeks. Incredible. All right. Uh, welcome back. And uh, right now it's 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. And the sun is still kind of peering on the, uh, on the horizon, meaning the days are getting longer. That's a good sign. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Howdy, stranger. Oh, my God. SG, are you alive? Have you been around? I'm alive. See, no, see the thing I've, is... I've, see, I've been around. What's that? SG is like, you know, he's been... I guess you can say he was... Uh, th- this whole golf thing has been taking up so much time, you just can't focus on other things, so it's, it's kind of a distraction. That's why you haven't been calling. You, you and uh, oh, I, Flat Earth Donnie. I've been, on, I've been on the road, man. Oh, really? Where you been? Yeah. Oh, I, I went to North Carolina for... Visited with my daughters for a few days, but they're living together. It's too much drama, so I've headed out and uh, that Christmas in Tombstone, Arizona. Really? New Year's in Las Vegas. Wow. <laughs> and now, and now, as the old song goes, I was heading for, heading for Los Angeles, but I only made it out to Needles. I'm in Needles, California. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you drove that whole way? Oh yeah. Wow. How many miles yeah. did you put on your car? Like four or five thousand miles? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Did you meet any women? Oh yeah, Damn, yeah. There's women all over this country, man. <laughs> so, 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 what, what did you do? Like uh, Art Carney and, and uh, Harry and Tonto? You go out there with your cat or something in a Cadillac? What, what, what did you do? That's incredible. <laughs> no, that's that's fun, man. I, yeah, uh, Christmas and Tombstone was amazing. Yeah. Christmas yeah. and Tombstone. Holy miracle. Yeah. The, the holiday with the holidays. <laughs> so, uh, and let me ask the question: When you see so much of the world or our country like you did, and it's a shame that you know you had—it sounds like a movie in itself. You went to see your daughter; they're fighting like on the set of Marty with uh, Ernest Borgnine. So you leave there, and then you just headed west on a whim, or how did that all work out? Or did you have this plan? Well, well, well I mean, the, the original, my original plan was I was going to go out west there and see where I wanted to move to. Yeah, and then then. You know, when my daughters were both in the same place, everybody was, you know, same place once ever. I thought, well, it's going to be nice to spend the time with my grandkids and the daughters and whatever. Right. But yeah, too much. It was just too much drama. I was like, yeah. And so I just. What, what's the drama? Back, if you don't mind me asking, a, I guess. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, as far as the drama is concerned, is is it political? People like divided, like like we see, or just something completely no, different? Something like that. Oh, okay, no, good. it's family stuff. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just family stuff, yeah. yeah. You're not my father! Then why are you here? Because I need money. 
<laughs> no, no, more, more. It, it's just you know, it was, I believe there was already drama when I got there, and it, right, you know, just, like, uh, you know. just walking in on yeah, family it, drama. It, it kind of sucks, but you know, what are you gonna do? All right, so but, but here's my question: So you went all over, and you saw all these things. You probably had a couple of girls. You probably have a little bit of a relationship or a pen pal after all that. Is it depressing? <laughs> Is it depressing coming up here? I mean, I, I don't want to put down Watertown, but when you go to Vegas, you go to other new places, and you come back home, it's like it's kind of a letdown, no? Especially with all we'll, the dirty we'll see, snow. We'll see when I get there, because I am coming back. You know, I'm coming back. Oh, you're not here now. You're yeah. n- you're not here. Where are you now? I'm in Needles. Where the hell is Needles? Where is that? <laughs> it's it's in California. It's a few hours from LA. You sound like you're right next door. I mean, I got a bad connection from Danny Francis, who's like less than a mile from the studio, and you're in California, and you sound like you're in well, the same building. Well I, well, I lost my cell phone in Vegas. So I had to get a new one. Did so, you lose your? Wow, you did. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I did. Well, it was, it was an iPhone six. I was, get, I was, all, all the time I was on this trip, I was going to replace it, and I just never did. And I guess God said you're going to replace it. I guess so. so. Wow. Jeepers. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's. Yeah, so, I was asking yeah, someone the other day, what's worse, losing your phone or your wallet? And you know, obviously, your phone. It, oh, I, I never realized. How much you depend on, like especially when you're traveling, GP, you got you're no GPS anymore. You got, right. you got no contacts. You got right. no camera. You got no uh, even to tell time. It's, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, and, and you know what's even better than that? I mean, all of a sudden you're back in the '90s. You know, it's like, oh my God, I'm back in time. You're like in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Well, one time I, I accidentally mailed my my cell phone to a girl um, before I left North, North Carolina, and I drove back home without a cell phone but he was like I was in the wild how, how did you do that oh, yeah right <laughs> I know it, they're, they're but, bewildered but yeah. it is yeah, worse pretty bad with cell phones it's bad it's, don't get me wrong it's bad to lose your cell phone but it's much worse to lose your your wallet because then you're really screwed yeah I mean I guess yeah, yeah I mean like if I was stuck here with no money or whatever that, that would suck worse yeah. well yeah and then there's so many your license and a, yeah. But, yeah. All right. well listen yeah, yeah. so when are you coming back so I hear it as I thought you were here when are you coming back to uh, good old Watertown uh, probably April Wow. Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've been living like a rock star in hotel rooms for, since December 13th. And I left, so. Right. Yeah, I missed, I, I left, I like, that four, we got the four foot of snow, then it melted, and you got the, then I left, and then you got the six foot, then you got the blizzard. Right. And right. I was watch, watching you guys on CNN and smiling. Smiling. <laughs> Please, man, you're out there, you know, getting laid for all I know, out there. In, <laughs> what is the man? He loves the face. Life is good. Yeah, I guess um, so. Well, listen, I got to go. No, I went to, you know who Tenacious D is? No, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, Jack Black, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I went and saw him in Vegas. That was awesome. Wow. Did he hang out with Jack yeah. Black? No, no. I, um, yeah, I was pretty beat after the show. <laughs> you know, All right. that, but that was, that, was the day, that was the day before New Year's Eve, so I didn't, I didn't hang so, around. So you're not, you're not driving like a, a Hyundai Elantra. Is the FBI looking for you like that guy out of Washington State or... or? <laughs> no, the guy from nah, Pennsylvania. Man. What a story! No, no things like that going on, but well, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, the police, you, you were claiming they hadn't, weren't doing anything. They were doing everything. Yeah, yeah. they were doing it. Yeah. Hey, I wasn't yeah. Ted Williams from Fox News calling him the Keystone Cops. He was like, "Oh my God!" They threw him out of there like an, yeah, I mean, an hour after that report. Did the right thing. They're a little police department. They contacted the feds. No, I love right it. From the beginning, it's amazing. Yeah, so. It is amazing. That story is not going to quit either. It's just it, I was reading up on it earlier. It's it's unbelievable. But SG, I got to go. I got another call. Uh, give us All a right, shout cool. when you can. That's uh, yeah, I'll call you every now and again. Uh, sounds good. Uh, SG on vacay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Glenn. What's happening? 
Roseanne Simeo Scramali. Hi, hi, Roseanne. How are you? Good, good. I, you know, I just wanted to call because um, I believe that you had a caller on. Yeah. That had brought up my um, phone call this afternoon. Yes. With Mayor Smith. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I just don't think um, that it's understood what my point was. Um, my point was directed right towards Mayor Smith. And the fact that he publicly, on air, defamed my family's name. He took it, and he changed it. Okay? It was done on air. And that's all I simply asked him, and I sent him an email on uh, December 31st. Sent him an email asking for a public apology as he defamed our family name publicly. Hmm. What he has going on with PJ is totally separate, and I don't even want to entertain that, okay? Not my business, not my problem. Mm-hmm. The issue was I asked him to address him defaming the name. And, and just, I, won't repeat, yeah. I won't repeat what he said because I find it offensive and disgusting, but... That's all I was getting at. No, I, and I, I and then you and by the way, just for I'm sorry, your first name is Roseanne. It is okay, yeah. Rose, Roseanne. You definitely made your point today, and I understand that. And you and for the record, despite the fact that it, it's not your business, it is your brother, and it is your surname, and it is your brother's name and your family's name. That's for sure. But why? I mean, Jeff's explanation, the mayor Jeff Smith, was was saying that no, he, he's he's only repeating. What PJ has said, so that's not a good enough answer. I mean, that, that that's not good for you, Roseanne. If you don't mind me asking. When did no? I don't think what he meant was just said it. He referred to him as that. So I it's it started with and Jeff and never and, once yeah. before that. Okay. That's what he did. Right. He he. St- I mean, I don't want to sound like who started it, right, right, right. but he had just said it first. So okay. all all you want from Je- Mayor Jeff is Smith is an apology. Simply put, it's an, a, a sincere apology. I, at this point, I don't think it can be sincere, and and that's fine. Um, he obviously um, didn't maybe understand the email, although I thought it was quite clear, precise. Right. Um, and you know, it, it's unfortunate that you know I had to see that in print. I had to hear it on the radio. Um, again, like I said. It's also my name. Like I said, he wants to make up some other, I think I said it this afternoon, rhyme it, you know, you want to make something else up, don't alter the family mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was saying. That was my point. And the gentleman also said I was yelling. Um, honestly, I don't think so. I might have been trying to talk to Jeff right. because he wasn't understanding me at that right, point. Right, right, right. I thought I saw, I thought I was very... No, you were. Um, and by the way, yelling, and, I, I know what yelling is. You are yelling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, um, again, that was my point and I just wanted to explain it and I understand. Mm-hmm. There are um, obviously people out there that, you know, there's always going to be um, people that don't agree with no, you. No, <laughs> trust is, me. <laughs> and I, I get that. But you just can't take a family name and defame it publicly. You want to go back and forth and do your thing on email, and I don't know about it, and I don't see it. Right. But once I see it, I'm going to stand up for my family name because my parents um, deserve that. 
and, 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 that's me, all I would say. and I'm assuming based on that, and this makes a lot of sense. If your parents were alive, they would they would be upset with it right? if they if they oh, heard absolutely, about it. Yeah. Absolutely, right. and honestly, I probably wouldn't have make, had to make the phone call. My father was. Oh yeah, yeah, your my dad mo- probably. Or my your mom. mother way too sweet to do right, right. it. No, I understand. But my father, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. and I I can probably say my father's pretty darn proud. That I did do that. Oh, and that, that's that, all that's, I'm saying. Yeah. And I appreciate your time. I'm sure you have other callers. But no, Roseanne, thank you very much. And thank you for calling in and clarifying that. Hopefully all this gets cleared up. And I mean, not yeah. just your situation or, or the use of your family name, but believe me, everything else. We're just praying for that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Glenn, thank you, thank you Roseanne. Great night. Happy thank, New Year. Yes. Yeah, happy New Year to you. Uh, Roseanne uh, from the Sameo family. And thanks for calling. Hi, you're in the air. I, let Karen call you. Oh my God! This is Donnie. Is this Donnie? Jeez. Yes, Donnie. Don, Donnie, you said don't bring the SG back. Why is that? I don't understand. I'm glad he's gone. It's been nice not hearing him on the radio. What are you? Where are you up to? I mean, Donnie used to be like a daily, sometimes twice a day caller, and Donnie's so okay, famous that's now. Because I'm so busy now, I can't like listen. I'm I'm more concerned about how I can make money than I am making the news. So cool. I right. that switched go. with my with what I do. There you go. So that's cool. So So that's good. That's good, right? I don't know. You sounded like you were all pissed well, off about I mean, something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, it, you know, I'm bettering myself and you're improving yourself. You're looking great this, you know, for this year, it looks right. even better. That's good. Well, that's good, Donnie. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's fantastic. It, uh, it's a new Donnie. There's no doubt about it. It's a new dawn of Donnie. It's like a movie. Now, let me ask you a question. You, you should have hammered the point that um, Philip signed the letter Sue Mail. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get... Why are we getting into... You should I don't have know, hammered that point I don't, across. I don't, I don't even know. I just She's upset. I mean, listen. What's your family name? What, what's your last name? Come My on. last name? Yeah, your last name. My last name is Barriger. Bar- because pronouncing it. I know. I, it's almost impossible. So if someone in, ha- was having a dispute with your brother or sibling or something like that, and someone was you know, using it out there, whether it was uh, a, 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 there was a reason for it or not, or if someone had signed off on an email like that, it would probably get you upset. So there's, 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 there's no surprise that we'd get a phone call like that, or Jeff did. So it's just you know, it's the way it is. So you got to honor know, that. It just seems like no matter what the mayor says, um, he's getting... Emails and you're no, going to There's going to be emails, letters. I think it's great that the radio station gave the mayor the platform of Thursdays and Fridays. Let, That's awesome. Let, let me just say something based on what you just said. And I've been, believe me, man, I've been, I've been putting it through my head. I, and I, I play like this little game, like, you know, a windows of opportunity. What is the good time? What is a bad time? <laughs> And you look at things like, you know, what, what if FDR wasn't alive during the time when we needed Franklin Delano Roosevelt during the time when we needed him? And if there was one time when we needed Jeff Graham to co- cover the things here, it was right now. Because, not, because this was in Jeff, Barrel's, Jeff Graham's wheelbarrow from the beginning. It was a city issue. It was a vote. It was contentious. There was no appraisal. Jeff would have been all over this. And then J- Jim Levin, of course, said, well, well let's, let's, let's uh, see if we can duplicate what's been happening in Watertown for decades. Let's bring in the current mayor here. And he said, well, my schedule looks like this. He says, Glenn, you can fill in the gaps. Jeff could do Thursday and Friday. And, I'm like, and then, bang. I mean, we knew about the golf thing. In fact, 
Jeff Graham was talking mm-hmm. about Golfgate to some degree, not just a blade of grass, but certainly about the purchase when he got sick. Uh, but then, boom, he's gone, and then, bang, Jeff Smith is here. And that just, really, that, that honestly fueled the fire. It really did. And I'm not saying one thing or another. I'm just saying the timing on all this is incredible. That all this, this is the yeah, most I'm contentious glad, yeah, thing. I'm actually glad that the mayor, you know, he's on air. Right. Because he, when he's the mayor, you can't, you know, you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. All right. So when they say, oh, you can say this, you can't say that. No, um, he's a person. No, I know. <laughs> he can I say know. whatever he wants. Right. But, and here's the other thing. And then some people would say, well, he's not a strong mayor. Says, so, you know, the whole I- idea of having a mayor uh, is not yeah, a novel we one. That. We get that. Yeah. Right. And, and so it worked out. And Jeff is, is here. Uh, Jeff Smith works, I don't know, in like six different places as it is, not to mention he's the mayor. So it worked out. I'm just saying, other than, I mean, I can't remember. I think we threw out the question a couple weeks ago, what is the biggest city issue that we've ever seen in the last 30, 40 years? This is clearly, this is the biggest thing since urban renewal. And urban renewal, trust me, was much bigger than this with Mayor Galvin because of what happened. But nonetheless, big story. And uh, Jeff is recovering, by the way. He's doing much better. Uh, but at this point, um, you know, he would definitely be a big, big part of this. For oh, sure. by the way, a uh, great call with the congresswoman. Yeah, thanks. I, I was good, to, good to hear what was, was actually going on because I've been hearing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and and I wish I could have talked to her more, but right now she's back to the vote for the tenth time. And you know what, Donnie? That's not going to be resolved. Gats and that other broad that was on Hannity last night—they're going to drag this out for at least another two weeks. You watch; it's going to be all of a sudden we're going to have a minority leader there, Jeffries, who hates white people apparently. But listen, I got to go. Answer Danny's question because Danny wondered why they voted against the Marriage Equality Act. Yeah, right. I didn't ask that. Well, that's because in every courtroom there's a Bible, and in that Bible is the Word of God, and the Word of God is clear. Right. About that situation, Danny. There you go. All right. Well, thanks. That's Donnie with his two cents. Thanks, right. Donnie. That's Donnie. Hi, right, last call of the day. Last call of the day. All right. Oh, my goodness. It's Tim the Enchanter. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, I listened to you a little bit. Yeah. But anyhow, I'll get to the point pretty quickly. I think uh, Samara was uh, PJ's sister there. I think that was a setup deal. I no, was you stop. Really stop. She's just a concerned citizen no, uh, for her no, brother, no, for her no. family name. Stop with this whole conspiracy theory. What's well, wrong with this? My sister would have done the same thing. My, both of them probably would. I don't know if they would be you know, as calm well, I mean, as, as, as Roseanne was, but they would have. You picked on somebody's last name. You're not picking on their father. It, it's, like it, it, it's, it's a family and it's an honor. Tim, Tim, come on, stop. It's an honorable I'm thing. I'm just saying. It's an honorable it's, thing. I thought that was poor taste. Uh, well, about looking for an apology on that issue. I don't know. Man. Well, and, I, and who knows? But at, at this point, it's it's uh, it's her gripe, and and she and to me, it's a it's a legitimate one, be only because she's defending her family name. There's nothing wrong with that. The other context is between her and Mayor Smith, but it's nothing wrong with her uh, calling in as she did. But I gotta go. Tim, thank you very much, my friend. That's uh, Tim. Hey, we'll the, see you, brother. I'll talk Have to a you. Great day. I'll see you in a bit. Bye. You're not going to see anybody. Who are you talking? What's the matter with you? All right, so I wanted to get into I know I had the congresswoman on today, and I know this is not the Nancy Grace story, but do yourself a favor. Go to Mail Online or any article right now that's getting more and more data, more and more information about this bum from Pennsylvania that killed those four beautiful people out there. It's unbelievable. So it's just, I can't, it's, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's crazy. You turn into Robert De Niro. I can't, can't believe it. Can't believe it. AM 1240 W810 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS News, and we'll see you tomorrow at 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty.